You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. I want to welcome you to this edition of the Faith Root Podcast. And if you haven't subscribed already to our YouTube channel, please do that and tell somebody about this broadcast. And I'll tell you how you can help us hit that little thumbs up button. There's uh, something about that. I don't understand it all, but I, I'm told that that puts us in front of more people. You can help me by doing that. So please do. All right. Psalm 103, verse 4. Who crowned you with loving kindness and tender mercies. God has done all these great things. This is one of his benefits. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. And one of those benefits is he crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. You know, when God created man in the beginning and man was in fellowship with him, and Adam had no sin. He was not under the dominion of the enemy. God made him a ruler. Uh, God put him in charge of the earth. He, he, he said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air. God did not create man to be a slave or on the bottom rung of the ladder. Uh, he created us to have a place of high regard. I want to show you from uh, the book of Psalms here. I'm going to read uh, Psalm 8. Uh, listen to this. This is a great one. Uh, when I consider your heavens, David writes, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you've ordained, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him? For you've made him a little lower than the angels and you have crowned him with glory and honor. You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You've put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, even the beasts of the field, all the birds of the air, fish of the sea that pass through the paths of the sea. O oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. You see that, that God created man to have a high place. He wanted him to have dominion. Here's why, because God's going to have fellowship with him. Now here's God, the creator of the universe, who's king of the universe, and he creates a partner to have fellowship with. So it's only fitting that he give him some authority. And that authority was so complete that when Adam sinned, God respected the decision he made. He didn't agree with the decision, but he respected the decision. Had God stepped in and refused to allow Adam to sin in the Garden of Eden and to transfer his dominion into the hand of Satan, which is exactly what he did, he transferred that dominion into the hand of Satan. Satan became the God of this world. And now we see Adam under the thumb of the devil. We see Satan and evil spirits rushing into the world and dominating the world and making man a slave. But God wanted to reverse that, and he does that through Messiah. Here's what Romans chapter 5 and verse 17 says. I'm reading from 26 translations. It says this, For if the reign of death was established by the one man, Adam, 
through the sin of him alone. And you know a lot of people don't like that. that well, I don't think that's fair that one man sinned and all of us made sinners. Let me tell you why God did that. God made it like that so that it would take the obedience of but one man in order for all of it to be turned around. So we may not like it that one man lost it all, but because one man lost it all, it only takes one man to get it all back. And that's what happened when the second Adam or the last Adam came uh, to redeem us. Now, the Bible says, For if the reign of death was established by the one man Adam through the sin of him alone, to a much greater degree, listen to that, to a much greater degree, will those who continue to receive the overflow of his unmerited favor and his gift of right standing, that's righteousness, with himself reign in real life through one Jesus Christ. We're supposed to reign in life meaning that we're not powerless, that we have real influence. Now, you can see that in what Paul wrote to us in the book of Ephesians. And, and by the way, Ephesians is a book you ought to read a lot of and meditate on it and, and, and listen to what is said here. This really is a presentation of all that Christ has done for us uh, you know, several of the epistles are written basically to correct a problem or an abuse or to straighten out some false teaching. Ephesians is not like that. Ephesians is Paul laying down everything in order of importance. He lays it all out so that we can find out what belongs to us in Christ. So here we are in the very first chapter, and he prays, that we would understand in verse 19 what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality, power, might, and dominion, and every name that is named not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he's put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And then I'm going to skip into the next chapter and go to verse 4. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ by grace are you saved, and has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now, when you read this, if you don't pay thorough attention to what Paul is saying, you, you, you get the impression that this whole thing is about Christ and Christ alone, that God was so pleased with Christ, he raised him from the dead and he set Christ at his own right hand. And you may ask, well, what's the big deal? That's where Christ was before. And it was. He was at the right hand of God before, but now he's back. But he's not there alone. And here's what's key. When Christ was in heaven with God the Father, before he came to earth, before he was planted in Mary's womb, he was there as God in all of the power of God. He thought it not robbery to be equal with God, the Scripture says. He's there as God. But today he sits at the right hand of God, and he's still God, 
But there's another dimension to his being. He is also man. This is the great mystery. He's not half God, half man. He's all God and all man. He is man. He is called, and he refers to himself over 80 times, the Son of Man. And what this says is that we are his body. His body was raised up. And imagine his body is raised up and say everything from the waist down is under the dominion of Satan, but everything in the waist up belongs to God. That's not so. Every part of him, even the sole of his feet, has been raised above the powers of darkness. And so what we read here in Ephesians 1, that he is raised far above all principality, that's verse 21, and power and might and dominion, those are the four classes of demonic powers and evil spirits. They're organized, and they were organized by Satan to wreak havoc upon mankind. But you know what? It doesn't matter. Because what Christ did is he pulled us up through all of the atmosphere and raised us up to sit with Christ. We have been crowned with glory and honor. And people who are crowned are people who have authority. We've been given this amazing favor from God. And the other thing I want you to see about people who are crowned, crowned people make decrees. And what it means is their words have authority. So they say things that carry weight. And when you align yourself with Christ, and when you immerse yourself in what He says, and you become aware of His Word, and it dwells in you, a change comes over you, and you are no longer speaking out your own ideas and your own opinions and your own beliefs. Now you come to a new place in your walk with God where you've learned to think like He thinks. And now when you're speaking, you're speaking from His perspective. And this is exactly what Jesus had in mind. I'm reading from the Williams translation, John's Gospel, chapter 15 and verse 7. Listen to this. If you remain in union with me, he says, and my words remain in you, you may ask whatever you please, and you shall have it. Now somebody says, wow, God has great faith in us. Yeah, he does have great faith in us, but he's also got great faith in his word. And he knows this about his word. He knows that if any human being begins to feed on that word, meditate that word, think that word, read that word. He knows it cannot help but change us. And it changes the way we view ourselves. It changes the way we think, changes everything about us. And so God knows, I can say this to you, and I know you're not going to abuse it because I've got great faith in my word. I know what my word will do for you. God has crowned us with glory and honor. God didn't seat you below all these powers. So when you think about yourself and these powers of darkness and so forth, listen to me, you've got authority over that stuff. You need to begin, begin to believe that. Don't fear that stuff. I, I get around some Christians and they're really scary and, and hold their demons. Who cares? We have authority over those things. We are seated above them. And uh, I think it's so very important that we remind ourselves of that. We have been crowned with glory and honor. Well, it's all the time I've got today, but we'll pick up here tomorrow. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app 
and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.